There's too many homelosers, too many trammers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. I am recording on my private audio. And I'm recording on my private audio. <laughs> and I, I restarted my audio, so I am doing that as well. Hello! <laughs> Just bring us in without any warning. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. Hello! Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watch Toy Story 4. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hello, Jim. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I feel I feel fancy. I I just practice like my my sophisticated voice. Uh, so I think I'm gonna come tonight with like really like high status, you know. All right. Uh, we can all be sophisticated because we have a third person with us who is joining us for the first time. Philly-based improviser, chai tea enthusiast, and known curling fan, Dom Arp. Oh, hello. Jeff. Hello. Hello, Dom. Hey, good day. <laughs> um, we're all tipping real hats. We all got them. Yes, at the same time. Oh, I thought you actually had one. <laughs> um, I hope that got. I hope the audio could pick up the very tiny, uh, the visual humor. We love it. Great podcasting. One hundred one. Yeah. Well, Jim. Jim really will take any opportunity to put the Mike Schmidt bobblehead on the podcast. Really. Ah, it's, yes. It's the only thing within grabbing distance besides a mug and a Rubik's cube. Uh, yes. We talked about getting ASMR on the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> so Dom, welcome. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get right into it. Cause I, I want to know um, what is your relationship with the entire toy story franchise as a whole? Yeah, no, I mean, I think toy story was, uh, deeply pivotal to my childhood uh i watched the first and second one probably a hundred times each as a child it was kind of like you know every kid has their repeat movie and yeah. Toy story one was definitely that movie for me i think i even had a woody doll for years if i remember correctly so same yeah of course exactly yeah, the same did you guys also have that conversation where you you know pulled your toys aside one night and you're like look i know you're probably not real but if you are it's okay we're on the level here <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't the movie that made me do that. It's Indian in a cupboard that made me do that. Oh, yeah. And honestly, yeah. when I put my toys in fanny packs, I was like, you better not come up alive when I unzip this. <laughs> if you're alive, I'm going to be really mad. That's that's funny because with Toy Story, I was like, okay, my toys are alive. Like, th this makes sense to me in my child brain. Sure. But Indian in a cupboard, I was like, no. There was a special magic cupboard that made them alive. The, my toys are not alive. That right. this isn't this isn't consistent with my reality. Fair, yeah. Whereas Ooh, Toy Story makes total fucking sense, and all of it has no like you know holes throughout it at all. So I so in in preparation of the fourth movie, I watched the other three mm -hmm. pretty much. Oh wow! I, I did. I watched all of them, mm -hmm. and. It just occurs to me what an absolute existential nightmare these movies are. <laughs> <laughs> they make sure to sneak in one that makes you question everything about yourself every movie. Yeah. <laughs> let's wait, yeah. let's go through each one. <laughs> yeah, well, I would like to tell you that there are some concerning statistics I have about <laughs> these movies. Uh, did you know 25% of the movies talk about cannibalism? That's cool. phenomenal. <laughs> mm, nice. uh, 50% of them talk about taking your own life in some way. So cool, that's cool. great. Cool. Uh, 
25% of them talk about uh, nuclear warfare. Like, there's just a lot going on in these movies. And that's not even addressing the, like, meta-reality of what does what is sentience? Because it's it's always kind of been there, right? Like, yeah, what yeah. makes a toy alive? Why are some toys alive and some toys aren't as alive as other toys? It's very Animal Farm. But then you get to the fourth one, and the kid creates sentient life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which they did do. I love at the very end when the new uh, Forky comes out, the knifey or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like. How am I alive? Eddie goes, I don't know. And that was just the the filmmakers being like, we're not giving you an explanation. We don't want to <laughs> give you an explanation. And me as a watcher is like, thank you for not giving yeah. me an explanation. Yeah, it's going to be like in 20 years, they're just going to it's going to be like the who shot first. And you're gonna be like, I don't fucking want this question anymore. I'll, I'll shoot you first. How's that sound? <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are you talking about <laughs> uh, Han shot first from Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've just I, seen him answer that question just being like, fuck this. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I was, That's how I, uh, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say, I was surprised they let the movie end. I, I genuinely <laughs> thought... What I, I genuinely... Because they set it up in the beginning, right? Where, you know, Woody is there with Bo Peep, and she's like, run away with me. And he's like, I'm committed to my job. So yeah. I can't do it. And, yeah. and, and that's good. And I was like, all right, but like, that's very foreshadowing says he has to be with her at the end of the movie and i was like there's no way from a marketing perspective woody is too valuable of an ip to let let die in that kind of way so i'm so honestly when he, when he got away with it uh, spoilers for the i guess the movie you're listening to a podcast oh yeah oh yeah, it's fine uh, yeah, yeah we've never done spoilers don't worry go for it <laughs> but uh i was i was like all right pixar you actually committed you set up a thing and you you did it so good on them i guess but the thing about the movies where, like, the third one perfectly ended uh, the three Toy Stories. It was just like, okay. Yeah. And then Andy gives away his toys and thus passes them on and they mm-hmm. go on to the next generation. You're like, yeah, good. And then when Toy Story 4 was announced, I was like, okay, what are you going to do? And then they yeah. popped out a really good movie about yeah. what I did not expect. Yeah. And they mentioned being, a, uh, being afraid of being a lost toy in, I think, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first, if not the second movie. Well, yeah, it was interesting watching all of them pretty much back to back, more or less, because the humor in them changed. So the yes. first one, the yeah. first one feels a lot like Airplane in that there's so much, there's so many sight gags. It's a lot of puns, very yeah. word play, very horny. Then, it's more horny than this this one. It was <laughs> also sure. a lot of. Sure. It was also a lot of jokes that like children wouldn't get because it's like, oh, oh yeah. this is like. The humor here is that they're toys, but they're having an actual business meeting. Right. Yeah, it's almost like a workplace comedy, even though it's uh, <laughs> you know a bunch of toys in an attic. Um, yeah, but it's also some of the jokes in the original are very good, though. Like it talks about the real estate company that sells Andy's house is called Virtual Real Estate, and it looks like virtual reality, which is just kind <laughs> of a, a sick little joke in there, I guess. But yeah. By the time you get to the last one, it's very slapstick. It's it's very much, you know, cartoony kind of humor to it. It's just oh. interesting to see how it changes. I'm okay. So I I since now watching these basically back to back as well, I am of the opinion that the fourth one is the funniest one. 
except the second one has probably the tightest jokes. The fourth one has like the most consistent jokes in it. Yeah. And I don't know how the two of you feel. I mean, I, I definitely really liked uh, some of the ones in here. Like, uh, it, okay, best joke. I can't tell yeah. is between the keep it to a dull roar Rex, which is great because he's a dinosaur. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Um, or just that dude who really wanted a high five and didn't get a high five. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was a great joke. Yeah. Um, the fact yeah. he jumps after each one. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I felt him giving up and I don't know. I, I'd have a hard time with that for the rest of my day if I was him. <laughs> yeah. all- why, why wouldn't Woody high five? The only problem with that one was there wasn't a third one or like a third one in which he does get the high five. Like either one I would have been equally as happy with. And also, why was wasn't the there like with that joke? fake bloopers, like fake cuts of that scene over and over again where he got the high five eventually? <laughs> that is but, my biggest complaint watching these movies is truly the best part of any of these four movies is the second one's fake blooper reel. Yes. Bring back fake animated bloopers. Thank you. So badly. That's yeah. the hill I'll die on 100%. Maybe they'll do it in uh, a Bugs Life two. Whenever the fuck that comes out, <laughs> <laughs> I don't There's know if that was popular about that enough. In the second one, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good. Bring it back. They get karate chopped. I remember. I watched the movie two weeks ago. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I. But I did think like like the second one had like some of the tighter jokes because of it. Uh, I mostly because of that joke. Um. Uh. Uh, oh, we should use our head. This is not what I meant by using my head. And they smash him mm. into a wall. Very funny. Uh, good joke. You, you got it. Good job. Third one, bad jokes all around. I honestly thought the third movie was, uh, upon rewatch, and I'd only seen it once before, upon rewatch, I was bored. Honestly, it, it yeah. felt lazy to me yeah. in a lot of ways. Also, there's just like some weird undertones to that movie that don't go over super well. Third one, pretty homophobic, to be honest. Not great. Ken, oh, are you talking about Ken? Yeah. The way they talk about great. Ken that entire movie is absolute garbage. And honestly, I, it was pretty infuriating. But I did enjoy my, my queer partner hanging out with them and them just being like, I'm, I love that Ken's a lesbian in this movie. That <laughs> 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 did make me laugh. Um, uh, but yes, they did not do great. Um, no. They did not do great. No. Yeah. Uh, they, if they just had the bad guys not do that and they were just like, that's just part of Ken, I'd be like, okay. This is good. We're good here. The, Ken wears a lot of outfits. That's a very funny joke about uh, Ken dolls uh, wearing yeah. lots of outfits. Yeah, yeah but even, even the protagonists do it at the end, too, because Ken gets a note. Uh, they get a note from Ken, and they're like, wow, Barbie's got really great handwriting. And they're like, that's not... And then Woody gives like a subtle, like, well, what are you going to do? Wink to the audience. And I'm just like, yeah. come on, guys. Um, that being said, the way they portray Canadians in uh, the fourth movie, phenomenal. Super great. Big fan yeah. of that. Yeah, not offensive at yeah. all. Not offensive. <laughs> <laughs> to be Very fair, fun. that character is great, though. The, Duke Kaboom, the, yeah, Duke Kaboom is ridiculous. Yeah. An absolute legend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the only, uh, I, the, it gets a huge pass because Keanu Reeves knocks it out of the park. As oh, uh, so good, so good. I can I, watch another five minutes of him just doing different moves on the bike, just been like, whoa, whoa, ha, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like what him grunting, yeah. posing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I read a story about how. That was he was some he was supposed to be like a one line commu- uh, uh, joke and like they just got like one they just got like a person they were like ah who cares we'll just make it this person uh yeah that guy sounds good and then it turned out to be Keanu Reeves when he showed up on the day and they were like oh shit and then Keanu Reeves was like so like this Duke Kaboom guy 
does he hate his child? Does he also, does he feel resentful for the commercial that portrayed him in a terrible light? And they were like, we should flesh out through Kaboom. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Where's his short? I want to see his whole backstory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where's that? Oh, he needs one. I love Duke Kaboom. He, he's he's my favorite part of this movie. For sure. I have a lot sure. of favorite parts of this movie. It's good. I was genuinely like having a great time watching it. Yeah. Um, one thing that like kind of struck me, and I think this started happening kind of in the third one, is obviously the first two were made when we were relatively young, comparatively. So, like, obviously we recognize some of the voice actors. Like, we know who Tom Hanks is and that kind of thing. But, <laughs> yeah. But hearing voices of comedians that are more relevant to us now yeah. being these characters i mean at one point it kind of took me out of it but in another part it really brought me in like wow this movie is now made for us like the media is of our time in a real way and right. I, I don't know what were your thoughts on on that jim uh i i i feel like you're specifically calling out like how key and peel is a big deal in this movie yeah mm -hmm. when yeah, they no. shout they are they are great in this like their humor isn't exactly Toy Story, but they mm. still fit in perfectly because they're just so funny of a uh, of a group. And just to hear them clearly improvising, and I was like, I, I turned to my girlfriend, I was like, "Yeah, that's this is a better way to do improv other than what you normally see improv in movies, which is they just say the same, they just say a different version of the same line over and over, and then right. they get the right one, and you're like, eh, whatever." This is them creating entire scenes, and you're like, yes, do that, please. I mean, I'm really grateful just for them being in the movie, simply for just, like, the, the bunch of different ideas they had in order to, like, get the key. Like, that I could have, once again, watched, those, like, where are the bloopers for the, the... I mean, they did a little bit of it, but I want, like, once again, another five minutes of just different ways to get a key, which yeah. all involve becoming to life and scaring the shit out of an old woman, apparently. <laughs> but comedy. then... And then the like even they heighten it even more is they do the heightening by de-heightening thing where they actually get the key and it's just she puts it down in front of them. Yeah, it's great. That's it. I was like, oh, that's how you do that. That's it. <laughs> Perfect joke. Mm, uh, per. Got it. Um, I also noticed uh I was like, Oh, that's Louise from fucking Bob's Burgers, because yep, I don't yep, it's mm -hmm. is it Kristen Shay? Kristen Shaw? I can Kristen I don't Shaw. remember. Kristen Shaw. Uh I was like, okay, yeah. So when you hear voices, you're like, you don't. I, I, my brain did do like a, you don't. What are you doing on this movie? You know, right, like you're, right. My, my childhood, yeah. It's the, it's the childhood memory brain that's just like, mm, mm, I don't know. But she, I've also recently heard Chris Evans pretend to be Buzz Lightyear on a commercial for fucking Lightyear, that TV show. So at this point, fuck it, I don't care. Anybody can be in it. My, put Miley Cyrus in Toy Story. I don't care. <laughs> I'm surprised, honestly. In the third one, I would have seen. I if ever there were a time, truly, <laughs> for my <laughs> for my Cyrus to show up. Yeah, that would have right. been third. Right. Wow. I think um, uh, Kristen Shaw was one that like also took me out of it, but put me, kept me in it. Was because you hear it and you're like, oh, it's Kristen Shaw, and then you're like, and then like five minutes later, you're like. Who cares? It's Kristen Shaw. She's she's an amazing uh, voice actress. She does a great job. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, for sure. But for sure. I think my favorite, other than the the four old uh, old comedians in the uh, in the closet. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, Kai, wow. did you recognize the four comedians in the closet? No. Well, who were the four comedians in the closet? 
first off, this sounds like uh, just a, a memoir for me and like a few of my queer <laughs> friends to write together. <laughs> but keep going. Um, it's Betty White, uh, Carl Reiner, Mel Brooks, and uh, Carol Burnett. Shut the front door, Jim. Yeah, they got Timothy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sorry. My oh, like or the best it. comedians ever to just be like have nine lines total. <laughs> wow. Did you see? Oh, How, they named them money too. too. They have actual character names too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel Brooks is Melephant Brooks, and they're yep. all like that. Uh, Wait, who was uh, the? Who was the? Was it a a clock? Yeah, who was the clock? Well, that had to be. Uh, that had to be Betty White, right? Yeah, there's Bitey White. Uh, oh, no, it wasn't that. Cheryl Burnett and Carl Rhinoceros. I, really, <laughs> I didn't I stretch as hard on that one, but yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> they gave up. They're like last minute. Like, I don't know. We're throwing your character into today. <laughs> You're in the movie. <laughs> wow. Uh, I love that, once again, they could have just gone on forever about the different names to name their dust bunny. So, yeah, I'm sure they got paid like pretty decent cast for just showing up for like three seconds or literally phoning it in being like, is that good? I left a message on the voicemail. Is that good? Can I get my paycheck? Well, that's what I'm thinking about. If you, right, if if you get a call from a casting agent, they're like, oh, we want to put you in Toy Story. No one turns that down. Who no. says no to that at this no. point in time, right? Like, anyone, right? I would do it tomorrow. They'd be like, yeah. oh, you're going to be nothing. And I'd be like, great, put me in. I'll be a cloud. Let's have a go. But, I don't know why, but the first person that came to mind was Edward Norton. He would be like, it's beneath me. I won't do it. Like, <laughs> you're, you're actually probably not wrong, considering everything I've heard about Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah, but that's the first person that comes to mind who would say no. I still feel like I still feel like Edward Norton would do it if it was like an in-joke about him not doing it. Like, <laughs> if you made oh, it meta yeah. about him not wanting yeah. to do it, he would do it 100%. You're like, you sound like like they call out that the character in the movie sounds like Ed, Nor- uh, like Ed Norton, and then like... Yeah. That's just not. And then clearly then a character comes in right next to them and descends exactly because it is like, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it too. Like maybe in like the second one where they're in the toy store, they're like, Oh, we got to get a new action figure to help us. Like Edward Norton action figure. And that one's like, no, (laughs) and it's actually Edward Norton. Right. And then another, uh, another Edward Norton action figure who's voiced by a different character, uh, got person is like, yep, I'll do it. Is Toy Story voiced by Brad Pitt? Yeah, voiced by Brad Pitt, a hundred percent. Yeah, is Toy Story two the last time we actually gave a shit about Edward Norton? (laughs) No, 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 no. He was in Birdman. Okay, which he plays. Which uh, (laughs) he in Birdman he plays essentially himself, uh, but like an in joke because the character he plays is impossible to work with, but is also an artist that everyone's like, yeah, this is he does great work, but like he's like a real bad guy. He's he goes on stage with a real erection, and that's what he's doing. Got him. Is that a like a like in the industry saying, Jim, that I've not heard of? Uh, went on stage with a real erection. Yeah. No, no, that's part. That's one of the scenes of the movie. He goes on stage. With, he goes on oh. stage with a real. I mean, not like Edward Norton has an erection. Edward Norton's character has an erection. And he goes on stage. It, okay, this is really complicated to explain. I didn't realize it when I started saying it. Sorry to put you on the spot. I just feel like I'm. My, can I get you canceled because of this? Like I'm. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Can I be canceled for describing uh, a movie in the uh, the the Oscar award winning movie Birdman? Thanks for your quote. You don't <laughs> you don't get one for the episode, but that's it. 
I'm looking up what the full name of Birdman is because I remember it's like Birdman or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> Got him. <Yeah>, perfect. <laughs> Birdman or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Oh, we love movies with pretentiously long titles. Yeah, it's like um, Moby Dick. A Moby Dick is technically called Moby Dick or the Whale. Ah, yes. Or what do you got? Uh, it's the one that came out recently. Um, uh, Birds of Prey or the Emancipation of One Harley Quinzel. <laughs> I like. Did you? That did you like that? Though. I liked that movie. I I, I had a I I had a lot of fun with that movie. Which movie? Honestly. Uh, uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah, oh. Birds of Prey. Or the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Of course. You know, it's. Uh, I had a tangential, but I promise it connects back in. I had a, <laughs> we had a German exchange. We had a German exchange teacher when I was in middle school. Very mm-hmm. strange. But he refused to call us like the US or America. He'd always say the United States of America. And he said, if you have a long name, you have to commit to it. You can't just, uh, you can't go get around that. You should have to live with your choices. Um, yeah. You know. Longest name for a country. That's I, not how you spell country. <laughs> the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Perfect. That's technically their name. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to an absurd amount of podcasts recently because I made a post on our Twitter that I would just rate and review if people posted their favorite podcast episode. And I've done Ooh. like 50 within the last like two weeks. It's absurd. I'm just listening to so many podcasts. But one of them informed me that the Pina Colada song is called Escape. Yeah, it's called Escape, or uh, it's called Escape, and then in parentheses, the Pina Colada song. Blew my mind. <laughs> it's also not by, it's also by Rufus, oh, I almost said Rufus Wayne King. Wright. It's not, uh, and it's that's, just the only other Rufus I can think of. <laughs> it's it's not Rufus King, that's a guy who signed the Constitution, uh, okay. and is my great, 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 great grandfather. Wow. Um, Name dropping. Yeah. yeah, yeah my, I, my family signed the Constitution. And I feel okay saying this because he was an abolitionist back then. (laughs) Wow. Impressive. I will look up your entire lineage and we will find something problematic and I will put it on our Instagram, folks. Don't worry. Well, I can tell you some problematic things. that (laughs) uh, Not like not like things that would get me like me canceled, but like probably back in the day would have got that guy canceled. Um, love some Jim Lore. Let's hear it. <laughs> I just love that they're a, re- a relative, and you're just like that guy. That's where they're at in terms well, of distant relatives. Oh, <laughs> me old buddy, you know, way back. Oh, one of the guys. Oh, Rupert Holmes. That was the guy's name, not Rufus. Anyway, um, the uh, so the way the German side of my family got here, which was like a hundred years ago, was uh, they fled the uh, was one guy fled the country. Because he got into a bar fight and shot a man's toes off. Uh, And he was like, all right, got to go to America, I guess. Uh, And then he went to America or he came to America and then he uh, started bootlegging. (laughs) This explains so much about you. (laughs) (laughs) Spot on, Jim O'Donnell. No one. That's, That's the German side of my family. That's how they got here. I mean, you always wonder why America is so messed up, and then you realize half of this country is just runaways, and the other half is a prison colony. So, you know, it really explains <laughs> Wow. We're pretty close to Australia. Yeah. We're, like, that close to them. <laughs> oh. I wish I had other ones, but those are the only two that I can remember <laughs> from my past, is the German guy and the guy that signed the Constitution. 
I've never looked back. I know that my uh, my grandpa used to fix people's like VCRs and stuff, so that's like a thing. Yeah, that's that's what he's most known for. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally oh. did his eulogy, and that's the number one thing I'm coming. I have I do improv. That's the first thing I'm like. My grandfather, excellent VCR <laughs> like technician, killed it. Was that all? Was that your entire eulogy that you just did right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, and no, did no. you end it with "killed it"? A very inappropriate thing to say <laughs> in a eulogy, <laughs> or at least something like "be kind, rewind." Or oh, know. I don't. I wouldn't put it past me to say something inappropriate at that funeral. I did say something really inappropriate at a family friend's funeral that I'm proud of, but also not proud of. It's a mix. Uh, but in between services with this family, um, it's it's terrible. Uh, I. Was like, hey guys, I'm gonna go get some uh, some coffee. Anyone need anything? And they're like, no, I'm good. I'm like, come on guys, America grieves on Dunkins. Oh, wow. I, know your audience. And these are the the thing is, this, these are the children of the person who died. Um, uh, <laughs> no, 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 they're family friends. I can get away with this. I've known their <laughs> sense of humor for a very long time. So luckily, I got laughs, but. Oh my god! Yeah, danger. So yeah, I don't, I don't suggest doing most of your open mic night stuff at a funeral. It's not. It could go. It could go either way. Yeah, not the tightest of fives. So. No, no, no. I've never heard a joke bomb at a funeral. Now that I think about it, I've seen a lot of jokes being told at funerals, and I've never heard one bomb. Oh god! I mean, come on. You haven't been to that one where it's like. Hey, I've never met this person, but I'm going to tell you about how this book relates to them and then a bunch of personal stories about me. You'll never see me again, but here's 20 minutes about me and my relationships. <laughs> well, so, to be fair, those people don't do jokes. Okay. Or at least jokes, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> they try sometimes. I, uh, so I've never seen uh, a joke bomb, but I have, I have been to a funeral service where... It was clear the priest had woken up like 10 minutes beforehand <laughs> yes. and clearly didn't really know the person and was yeah. really struggling to find something to say. And it was it was pretty painful to watch them. They were not yes handing the situation at all. It was, no. it was brutal. I saw one where the priest clearly only met the the deceased one time because yep. that was the, they, he told that he milked this story about playing Frisbee in a hurricane for like. 20 minutes and he kept bringing it up and being like and that's why it's like playing frisbee in a hurricane that's what <laughs> life is all about and i was like you're trying you're 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 trying to you're trying to get this story around to us all right let's give it a go uh let do you think you guys could probably based on as much as information as you have about each other do you think you could give each other like a a general eulogy, like a, a couple nice things about each other. <laughs> I don't know. Are you up for this? Uh, I'm sorry to put you on the yeah, spot. We, all right, we can cut this out. It. We don't have to do no, it. No, but no. Keep it in. <laughs> a new uh, thing is just dropping the word coward once in a while. Keep it in, coward. <laughs> you, won't. you can you can add coward after anything, and it spices up conversation in the most beautiful way. Someone would be like, oh. You know, you go grocery shopping, they're like, no, and you just go coward. And it, the reaction is always good. Always the reason positive. why I hate my brain is that the first one that came to my brain was got milk, coward. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'd go buy a jug tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine was uh, mine was the opposite of what you said was like, did you go to the grocery store? Yes. Coward. Exactly. It's the same it thing. Matter. It doesn't matter. It always works. Are we all just trying to think of different cowards now? 
Oh, I thought you were going to do each other's eulogies. Yeah, oh, Jim, where's my okay. eulogy? Oh, crap. Okay. Wait, Jim, how did I die? Um, you get to pick. Jim is spinning a wheel right now, and I didn't even know he had one in the apartment. <laughs> you know how earlier you said uh, not uh, the uh, first thought wasn't always the best thought? Yeah. My immediate thought was, oh, he got shot. Just the gun. Gun, <laughs> gun shot him. Pretty reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All Jim, right. that's one. What's your next thought? Yep. Rapid fire, go. Stupid enough, it's uh, death by a laser gun. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm only, you're only dying in gun violent related, uh, related deaths. For I mean, that's clarity, do you mean like at like a late, like going to play laser tag kind of laser gun? Or do you mean like a laser gun? Like a real laser. Like, okay. it's the future. Okay. And there's lasers. Got it. Okay. All right. That's fine. What year is it? State the episode really hard right now. Do it, Jim. Oh, you want me to say 2022? <laughs> no, I, I meant what year is the laser gun invented? Oh, okay. Uh, 2091. That's a, good, that's a good call. I think that's a safe bet. I love, <laughs> I love when they call their shot. Like, uh, like I think what Batman Beyond takes place in, like, 20... 19 or something like Wait. that yeah did you say 2091 yeah that's what i said dom you're gonna live a long life good for you i know i'm good, <laughs> all right yeah. i wanted to give you a comfortable life and i have a habit of being like oh the distant future 2030 <laughs> like you think the distant future is eight years from now all right jim my flying car <laughs> um yeah i i am also a big fan of like uh, I think it was a uh, Demolition Man takes place in like 2005, and it has that so feeling good. of like the distant future. Uh, uh, you gotta stop doing that because all I can think about is uh, Flood of the Concords, fucking yeah, robots. The distant future. The distant future. <laughs> the year 2000. <laughs> uh, do you remember the Conan bit? The year 2000, where it, he would in the 90s he would uh, he would have uh, La Bamba, which I believe was the guitarist in the band sing the year 2000 and then conan would go in the year 2000 uh, uh ducks will have anal beads uh and that would be and then it would then they'd say the year 2000 and then do that bit over and over mm-hmm. and then he continued to do that bit well into like 2006 2007 <laughs> good yeah. good choice good choice and that's why you have a podcast now conan <laughs> 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 sorry i'm a- coming out a legendary sketch writer. Yeah. <laughs> Just coming at him hard. Sorry. <laughs> don't tag him, anyone. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, we you don't think... want to go on Conan's podcast and have to defend ourselves, because he will, let's be honest, destroy us. I it's, told... It's yeah. wild that we can just add people. Like, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it That's is. way too much power. Way yeah, too much is. power to put into our hands. Yeah. yeah. I've... I've added like uh, craisins before and got mad at them because of something I found in the bag only to find out after I did that. And they apologized that it was actually knockoff craisins that I got from Aldi and I had tagged the wrong company, <laughs> but then I tagged that company and then they started talking on the thread. Oh. <laughs> and then, yeah, like and now had... that opening, now that co- company is owned by craisins. <laughs> it's amazing. Kai caused a big de- uh, merger. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I'm pro capitalism and I'm just trying to make these People, obviously, because corporations are people. I'm trying to get these people married. I'm trying to marry these companies yeah. together. Corporate matchmaker. What a good sketch idea. <laughs> corporations are people, and they need to find love. But it's like, but oh. like Fiddler on the Roof. Right. Yeah? That's right, right, right. 
That's the joke, huh? What's that crackle? Who's that? Uh, it went away. And unfortunately, due to some technical issues, so did Dom. But he'll be right back, and so will we right after this commercial break. Hello, I'm a sophisticate, and so can you. Is the name of our podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony. And I'm another of your hosts, Sydney. And we're two queer millennials with ADHD. Who have been lying about our own cultural literacy. If you've ever been in a situation where you pretended to know more than you do about an important movie or a piece of literature. Yeah, or like a super cool band. Then this is the show for you. This is a show where we engage with the canon so that you don't have to. Topics for discussion will include such things as Is Carrie Brownstein the coolest person? Can anyone who likes the movie Chinatown be trusted? Why Tom Waits? Why? All of these questions and more will be answered on every episode of I'm a Sophisticate and So Can You. Available wherever you find your podcast. Hey everybody, Kai Bobby here, the other host. Uh, as some of you know, uh, we do have a couple tiers available on our Patreon, one of which is the Captain's Log, and not only do you have the power to vote uh, for upcoming franchises, and also the uh, access to early episodes and bonus episodes, you also get to promote whatever the hell you want, as long as it's not a cult. Uh, that is a hard rule, we have not made other rules, so uh, I guess give us a reason to make new rules. Uh, Crimson is so wonderful that he has encouraged me to use this time to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Unfortunately, my little buddy Oliver had to have his dick cut off. Yeah. Sometimes cats can't go to the bathroom and then you gotta cut their dicks off. So, if you happen to have some dollars on you, uh, feel free to check out the GoFundMe available on our Instagram uh, and also probably in the description for how you got here on some sort of listening platform. Aside from that, consider maybe joining our son patreon a dollar a month one way to help pay for a cat's dick operation but also help us make really difficult decisions like should we watch every single jaws or should we do every single land before time movie we can't make these decisions on our own thank you so much crimson without further ado let's get back to the show uh oh no 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 what's going on I opened my earbud case and it's trying to switch to it. Oh, no, don't do that. I did not let that happen. Don't do it. No, no. Oh, my God, it's happening. No, it's not happening. I don't know how it's happening, but it's happening. Run for it, oh, Marty. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, uh, now I'm Morty from... <laughs> now I'm doing Rick and Morty. Oh, jeez. What, what have I become? Am I a hack? What have I become? I don't know why I had to do heart. Is that what that is? In the end. Mm. Oh, I, I now I, I now got to think about how heart goes. Uh, you, if I mm. could have... No, it all. Yeah, no. I'll, it all. My empire of state. Of, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I know it's empire of dirt. It's not empire of state. Hey. Perfect. Hey, we, we got you. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Awesome. Have ourselves back on the second recording. What the fuck? Yay. I think I just invented a, a remix, like a song that could exist. Uh, I, I accidentally uh, put together Empire State with Hurt. 
I like oh, the version oh. by Johnny. <laughs> I was said Johnny Depp, but Johnny Cash. Love that. Love that. Not love. even the Nine Inch Nails one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, all right, where were we? Uh, and we're hold on a second. And we're back. Uh, thank you for those. that. Was a great spot for a commercial. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. We we needed a spot for that. Um, of course. Jim, you probably shouldn't have said all that though. That was really hateful. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't have. Uh, anyway, where where were we? <laughs> it's true. Ah, uh, oh, crap. We were saying something interesting. Well, though. okay. Well, I mean, we were gonna do each other's funerals at some point, but that's that's fine. Damn, I was trying to get out of that and. We had the perfect opportunity. It's fine. You don't have to. It's fine. Honestly, I, I think I'm going to start making that a regular bit on every episode. I'm just going to make Jim do the guest funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make yeah. I'm going to make you do everyone's eulogy from now on. Honestly, not a bad other side podcast called In Memoriam, where you invite your friends on and you just give them eulogies like they're dead the whole time. Yeah, great. Good bit. Oh man, that feels like. I don't want, I don't like, I think I want to be on that podcast because I know that podcast is just telling my friends I love them, mm-hmm. but I don't think I want to be on that podcast because I don't want, I feel like I'd be very uncomfortable having people <laughs> tell me they love me. <laughs> it's I, like when you do um, hot seat. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. In improv class. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, everybody. Real quick, hot seat, just so you know what it is, is essentially you sitting down in a seat and all of your classmates being forced to say something nice to you, and then you get awkward. That's it. Back to the show. I think you should be able to give one comment to yourself in the middle that's like kind of passive, you know, about yourself. Be like, yeah. Like, like, let me break up all your nice comments with being like, yeah, you know, I don't even mean to do that. That's a total accident, but thanks. You know, like, it was like, you're so thoughtful. You're so this. And you're like, I don't, nope, didn't mean to do that in, in improv. That was a total mistake, but keep going. What else do you have to say about me? Yeah, just enough to stay humble when you're uh, getting that feedback. Yeah. We don't have to say who it is, but have you ever had to do hot seat and you just cannot think of a single thing about that person's Ooh. improv? Yeah. And you're just like, you just, you you get out there. You know? You really do. You're a character. You're you're trying. <laughs> I uh, I had a friend who worked lighting for theater for years, and you could always tell what they thought of the show because they'd either compliment the show earnestly, or the people come up and they'd be like, "Well, there were a lot of choices made out there." And that's uh, <laughs> that was their way of saying. <sighs> well, you did turn on the lights. I like to imagine they're insulting your friend, by the way. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, that. That definitely happens. Like w- once in a while, you just you're like, "Ooh, that was." Kai and I have seen the worst improv show we've ever seen, and if those people came up and was like, "What do you think of the show?" I don't even think I could lie to them. I, mm-hmm. I, there was nothing I could have said to that group of people. Yeah, um, it's it's hard. Sometimes you just see a train wreck. Even when we did, oh, I hope there's no reason why these people would be listening, unless I befriend them in the future. I'll be careful. Mm, no, I'll tell it. There was a class. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a whole just journey with that one. There's a there's a class that was behind us uh, at our class show uh, at the theater. Jim, can I get a name of a theater? Uh, and... The Annoyance Theater. <laughs> That's Great. a real theater in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Great. No, no, no. That's what you said. Uh, so I'll copy and paste that over. But uh, th- we did our our show um, at the same time as theirs. But they did that thing where they just said something like not great. I don't remember what it was, but it was clearly something that general everyone's been like. 
we're not going to do that anymore. I think we all decided, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, and instead of just letting it go, or even like lightly addressing it and then letting it go, they just did the next four scenes about it and just leaned into it. Oh. And it's just so painful to watch. It's just so painful when someone's like, we did the problematic thing. Let's just keep talking about it for the rest of our show. Kelso and I saw that saw that type of thing happen one time. And there, and it, it's exact thing where, like, someone said something and everyone in the audience was like, ooh, we don't do those things. Not even, like, anymore. Like, in the past, we didn't even do those. But this person kept, like, doubling down on it. And, like, kept doubling down on it. And finally, Kelso was like, stop saying that. Stop saying it. You need to stop. <laughs> oh, wow. If you make Kelso get up and just be like, no more to anybody. Um, like, I, I, wow. I love Kelso snapping and telling someone to stop existing the way they are. <laughs> That's great. For, I like that for them. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. No, that needs to happen. I haven't actually, I don't think I've ever timed out a scene before. No. Let's see. This. Can you hear that? Oh, oh, yeah. Yep, there we go. Now we can. Hear okay. That. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We can just All use right. that. Make it work. Um, what the fuck were we saying, and what did you have to say off of it? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about uh, when improvisers commit to a bit that you just yep. let die. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely have been in those scenes before. The problem is that I think you get so caught up in the moment. You know, mm -hmm. you're like, this is precious. This is the only thing we have to work with. And even though it's bad, no, not let it go. Just walk yep. away. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. That's the other thing I think people forget all the time is if you don't like what's happening in a scene, you can yep. just walk away. I do it yep. all the time. It's pro yep. move, honestly. <laughs> yep. Just, just like open a window and just walk out of the scene. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was uh, I was doing a scene recently uh, in a class, and you know the bit was that this guy I was mad at this guy for being late. Uh, we were at the beach. And we're just chatting, and he's being really cool. And I go, why were you late, man? Just give me a reason. Why Why were you late to our special friend date at the beach? And he goes, uh, you know, I, I hit a sea turtle. And I just got up and left. I was like, no, I don't want to do a scene. That's not the scene I'm here for. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honestly, what did you watch, like, Finding Nemo, like, recently? <laughs> or just, like, yeah. too, it's too close. No, but too real, real, actually. I don't think I would want to do that scene either. Yeah. No. Oh, I don't. I'm really grateful. I'm really appreciative of the fact that the current class that I have with a group of people is, like, Oh no, we're just not going to play not fun scenes. Um, we make sure to like toss each other shit that we don't right. fuck around with. Yeah, right. I, mean, I I love some sad prom, and I'm there for it. But you got to do that in an earnest and genuine way. You can't yeah. come out swinging with you know animal cruelty and make that the punchline. That's not that's not the scene. Yeah, I'm there for. yeah, exactly. Like we could we could do a scene about animal animal cruelty where we all cry about how sad it is. For people to be cruel to animals. We cannot do it where it's like, hey, I saw the tortoise get its shell ripped off. Whoa. And everyone's just like, oh, no. 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 Also, why am I in an Andrew Dice Clay show? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself from making dark suggestions sometimes because we did like that as an exercise where we all wrote on pieces of paper, like just based off of a word, an idea for a scene. And I wrote like. Like, what if it was just, like, two pieces of food in a fridge, just one knowing that one of them's dying? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I want to I wanna see... Or I think I even wrote just saying goodbye to the other one. So it was vague enough that I actually got, coincidentally, pulled for that scene and had to do okay. it. So I, I love it when you, like, write something bullshit. You're like, oh, let's make some, see what happens when this happens. And you're like, fuck! Let's screw over this person. <laughs> 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 but, no, I, I played... Uh, I. We never really announced what we were, but 
um, I was an Apple, which was great because I throughout that just accidentally announced that I was going to move out. And like I was anticipating like leaving meant like going to the big city and my whole life is yeah. going to come together. So Apple? I mean like, yeah, it ha- that was, yeah, no, you did improv and we did too. <laughs> That's a book. Um, but yeah, no, that was, <laughs> that was. It was a way to just be like, fuck it. No, we can do a sad scene. Like, I refuse to to just immediately shut down a sad suggestion to do improv. Yeah, I I was in a scene one time with someone. And sometimes, you know, you want to be able to support your your scene partner in an earnest way. But you're just not there with them. I was in a scene with uh, a lovely woman uh, who I I won't say, but she is significantly older, right? At a phase in her life where her mortality, mortality is something that she's actively thinking about mm-hmm. and really wanted to come out and do a scene about that. But I was, you know, early 20s, and that was not an earnest experience that I could play along with in any way. Right. And it's hard because, you know, she came out and gave me a character that was on the age of her actual age, and I was, like, trying not to be a bit character. Yep. But also... Yeah. I, I don't have the life experience to face my mortality in so realistic and vivid a way on stage yet. So, Or pull shit out of your ass and be like, all right, if I'm this age, based off of that, this is what I went through in high school. What else can I pull out of my butt? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I have no comparable life experience for that. What have I lived through? Point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One time I fell on a razor scooter and I hit my face. Uh, I thought I was going to die that time. I don't and you're know. Like, what was that at like 65? Good for you. Yeah. I hope people are just rocking razor scooters. That, actually, we will. Yeah, I will. Okay. Yeah. In the distant future. <laughs> yeah. Kai, what year is that? Can you believe they made a razor scooter that shot sparks out of the back and were like the perfect toy for children? That to me to this day is one of the greatest marketing ploys of all time. Yeah. I had one. Well, no, I had a wheelie bar. My friend had a had the sparks one. I don't remember the sparks one. I do remember the wheelie bar one, but apparently my friends weren't cool enough to get the sparks one, so no idea. It was painful. Just made sparks go up your legs, and you're always wearing shorts while uh, razor scooters. Of course, of course. And you're probably like near a lawn that's probably dead at the same time. Just yeah. like, no one's suburban living. Like, have you ever lived rocks, a lawn lots on of fire? A lawn? Yeah, like a whole lawn, or like anything that you're just like, this is out of control. Do you want to? Are you wanted? Should you admit that you've done this on a podcast? It was like 13 years ago. I think I'm fine at this point. Okay, cool. So uh, go ahead and talk we about it. We put your... it out. No, 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 no. Go ahead. If you want to talk about your arsony on the podcast, go ahead. What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Statue of Limitations arsony. I'm just going to do yeah. a quick Google search for you. <laughs> What's that? Um, Jim's going was... to jail. Yeah. Uh, it, it's on the same level of like having a fire in your fire pit. It just got a little out of control and we got and we put it out. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were trying to start a fire with... Uh, uh lighter fluid and mm-hmm. we did the very smart thing of putting that into like a red solo cup because we were like this will make it go faster and like my friend like went to like pour some of it and what happens with lighter fluid sometimes is the fire comes back onto it and then he's holding just a cup of fire anyway and, no. ah! and threw it onto his very dry oh lamp. no no and it went up real quick and we were like oh shit and like we were it wasn't it wasn't so fast that we weren't able to put it out but we were able to like stomp it out really quick but we were like woo we almost just caused an incident that could have been real bad yeah 
I was in a, a, a UCB show one time and they were asking for audience suggestions and they were like, can we get someone who has like a, a secret that they probably shouldn't share with us? What a great, oh, great prop. Right. This guy goes, I was some buddies and I, you know, we went into, um, we went into this abandoned building and we were like, Hey, we should burn it down. Uh, it turns out it wasn't abandoned. It was an office place and it was just oh. nighttime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a lot of great scenes of an arsony I, I've seen uh, from, from okay. that one particular wait, set wait, wait. list. But. Were they clear that there was no casualties? Because that's the yeah. bad part. Okay. All right. Yeah, there good, were no good, casualties. Good. Just lots of good. computers got damaged, apparently. And it was okay. on the news the next morning. But they're like, okay. yeah, it was in this part of the neighborhood that, you know, was pretty run down. And we just assumed it was abandoned. Turns out, not even a little bit. Wow. Oh, boy. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is the, the, uh, the premise of the show Interrogation Room. Except they very explicitly say, uh, don't tell us anything violent or sexual in nature. That's good. So it's usually, it's almost exclusively uh, people talking about drugs and being like, one time I smoked pot in a park and the police uh, said, don't do that. That's it. That was it. (laughs) And then uh, they have to be like, okay, we're in a library. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Here we go. We're doing improv, people. Wait, I don't think very I ever funny, wanted... very funny show which Kai has been in. Which are you talking about? Which which one again? Interrogation room. Interrogation room. Yeah, it is a good time. Uh, I get to go uh, like sweat my ass off with a bunch of people that are way more talented than I am. Uh, but surround yourself with people who challenge you. It's what you should do. So why not? Kai, Kai did a scene that was one of the best scenes I've ever seen them do. Uh, during one of those which was you came out and you uh you returned things that were that you stole from like a convenience store (laughs) and you you i like i could tell it was good because all of the like real big veterans on stage uh uh laughed a lot and all of them were like i gotta get on and get in on this (laughs) like did i I, this is how great my memory is jim tell me about my life i love it did i did i do this with uh like with receipts did no, I try to were, return the, uh, I no, tried, no, no, you, you came in I and went, hey, I need to return some things that I shoplifted the other day. <laughs> you tried to get right. money back for the things you had shoplifted, but you announced at the top that you shoplifted them. <laughs> I'm hilarious. I love me in the past. That's great. That's good I, comedy. I think, <laughs> I think Ralph Andracchio was the person who you were returning them to. Mm-hmm. And I, you, again, you could tell it was a good bit. At one point you said, uh... One of the things you were returning was a pin that said laugh until you puke. Uh, and that made, that made Ralph laugh, which Ralph never laughs in scenes. It's when in doubt, cry until you throw up. It's my favorite pin. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great advice. Everyone keep that in heart. Keep that in mind. Oh, we did it. We told other people about improv, folks. You had to be there. You just had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever find that talking about past improv scenes, you get the same glazed look on people's eyes when you're like, so I had this dream the other night. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, great. Especially, like, there's one line. I'm not going to go through the whole story because that will be really being considered what we just said. But mm-hmm. there is one line that I laughed for, like, three or four minutes. And it was a single one-liner joke. And I can't tell people it because there's, like, a good five minutes of uh, of like build up that I have to like give them because I can't just be like, well, it's a phone in space. Why don't we just call it a space phone? I 
That was literally the line that made me laugh for way too long. And it's like, okay, I, it's so out of context. I'm probably going to make my, if my, if my classmate hears this, they're going to be so upset um, that I'm sharing this. But one of the favorite moves I saw uh, was he played a character he had to, where he was Jim, he was Jimmy. And then he assigned the other character that he also had to play as Jimmy Jr. That was their brother. So <laughs> I just love the idea of a parent being like, you know what? Let's just have one more and we'll name that one Jr. <laughs> To get juniored by your older brother just probably has to hurt. Yeah, I think it's just comedy gold. I knew a guy who named all of his children John. Why? That's evil. That's just I, evil. It's mean. I should say I know one of his kids. One of his kids. And everyone. All one of the, the Johns. John, presumably? Yeah, I, I knew one of the Johns. Um, he went by his middle name. Good call. To be fair. Both of them did, actually. They both were by their middle name, but their first name was John. Uh, and Last all name. Of, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> one's Jingleheimer and then one's Schmidt. Yeah. Schmidt. Yeah. That's not yeah. bad. That's not bad. That's, <laughs> that's a Disney boy band waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate to be Heimer. <laughs> you think you're going to get made fun of in high school for any reason, Jim? Yeah. I mean, I'm. let's be honest. Being who I am, I'm going to be made, made fun of in high school, no matter what my name is. <laughs> That's actually 100% true. My name was Jim. Well, it's still Jim. But my name was Jim. Like, the most generic name you could possibly have. Um, I don't know why I want to tell you this right now, but I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I've been as a bit for, like, a good month now calling Harrison, my cat, Jim. And it's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's not after you. Um, it's just me and my partner were talking about they met a... Or, like, they know of a cat named Grandpa. I can't remember wow. whether it was a TikTok or whatever, but I was like, oh, it's a great name. But I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, my grandpa Jim, whatever. And then it was like decided I'm going to name my cat Jim now because it's such a fucking silly name. But I forgot that was your name. And I did this it. Is, so this is a normal thing I see in my life, which is in almost every improv scene ever, someone gets named Jimmy uh, mm. because on stage everyone goes, that's a silly name that no one has. And I'm like, <laughs> and right sometimes here. they'll make me Jimmy. And I'm like, that's my name. <laughs> you gave me my own name in a scene. I, uh, it's, it, you know, we, I, my go-to name for a long time was always Steve. Everyone was a Steve. Mm. And then I ended up becoming real life friends with a, an improviser named Steve, who was in many of the teams I was on. And I had mm. to no longer use my go-to Steve name. It really ruined it for me, honestly. What's your go-to name now? Um, just nicknames. I've decided that much like my own real life, I can't remember anyone's name anyway, so everyone just gets a cool one-character nickname. Mm. So I'll be like, you! Wobbly Legs, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give them... No, because it gives them something. That's a great gift. They don't yeah. need to know anything else about themselves other than the fact that they have wobbly legs. Right. right. Do I have a nickname? Do you want a nickname? Yeah, you want us to workshop a nickname for you? Okay, sure. I was, I was, I was you had one ready. Like, I oh, was gonna call you ostrich legs. Well, okay. the thing is, is, is that you don't. I, I like to imagine all of yours are like related. I, if you dress <laughs> more like a hipster, I think Tall Boy would be a good name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tricking okay. Tall Boys, and then I could be. Then I could have my own Netflix movie, and then call <laughs> yeah. it Tall Boy. <laughs> and I'll be yeah. like, I'm six foot, which is shorter than the girl from Tall Girl. I really, I really want people to start calling me Pop Tart. 
I don't know how to make that happen. <laughs> how? Okay, I think. How do you spell it though? I think that's going to change a lot of things. Well, I'm from the. I'm from. I don't know what it is. I'm from a part of uh, the world that's dumb, apparently, because we say pop tart. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'm that person. I'm the person who says pop tart. What's the difference? It's, it's pop tart. It's supposed to be. I would like to have a pop tart, but I'm like from like close enough. We're like, ah, oh, may I have some fucking pop tarts? <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. So it's a tart, right? It's a tart, air quotes, that pops out of the toaster. It's a pop tart. It's a pop tart, yeah. Yeah. I am, I am, uh, is it just you're putting an emphasis on a different part of the word? Because I am like so confused. I said pop tart. Like, imagine, okay, how would Mark Wahlberg say pop tart, Jim? Oh. Ah, Jesus, so many pop tarts in here. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you sound a little bit like. (laughs) like Why were you a vaudeville announcer? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, me, Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) My friends are wonders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how I imagine Mark Mark Wahlberg. He's got kind of like a. He's a little bit confused by everything, you know? I, I don't believe anything he's. Anytime he, anytime he seems like he understands it, and he's like, "Yeah, I get this. I don't, I don't believe him." Well, which is good because I was actually imagining you like, uh, with that voice, like announcing like a race. <laughs> so, oh uh, God, look at all these horses! They're going across the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of works. Oh, they're running real fast. Who would have thought? <laughs> oh, golly gee, there's a lot of fast ponies out there today. Wow, we. <laughs> That's the fastest horse I've ever seen on this side of the Tuscaloosa. <laughs> they would have to rip a microphone from that man's hands because the whole auditorium would just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a great time until Mark Wahlberg ruined it. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Go ahead. Do it again, boys. Do it again. You know what? No money this time. Do it again. I missed it. <laughs> okay, Kai. Your turn to do a Mark Wahlberg impression. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this fucking guy's got a fucking hamburger and a fucking, uh, Donnie. Hey, fucking Donnie, come here. Donnie Wahlberg, yeah. That's the best I could do. I don't know. Pretty good. Probably the most accurate of the three of us, to be fair. Yeah. 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 So, Kai, you win the most accurate award. Uh, Dom, you win the, um, you know, you you really, you got out there, you really tried, uh, (laughs) Jim, just for haunting me, Jim. Yeah, you're like really good at what you do. You know, like I really feel like wow. you know, you're adventurous. You know, you really, really put yeah. yourself. It's just made really a lot of choices. You... Made a lot of choices. <laughs> you're, you got out there, you know. You, you, you know. It's I'm real happy for you that you're able to like do impressions. <laughs> Dom, can, uh, I'm sorry. Can we get Dom's uh, eulogy, but as Mark Wahlberg, Jim? <laughs> yes, please. Wow. Jim. <laughs> Ah, oh, gee, have you seen this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like that priest from earlier who didn't know who I was. <laughs> no, but it's, I like that it's open casket. He's right behind yeah. you. <laughs> oh my god, he's been shot in the face. I can't believe he went with an open casket. <laughs> wow, full choice, full choice. <laughs> like a laser, because you know that's not going to be pretty. <laughs> Oh wow! It cauterized the wound. That's crazy. <laughs> it's 2091. You think we would have found some way of making this better by now? I guess not. Jeez. Oh, How am I not dead yet? <laughs> we kept Mark Wahlberg alive. How do we pull that off? <laughs> Good Sheer job. Spite. Sheer spite. <laughs> he refuses to die. That's the other way. Whatever they keep him around for, like Super Bowl commercials, you know, <laughs> they they're glad we're glad to keep him. 
Could you imagine Marky Mark comes back and does a a Super Bowl halftime show? That's that's what we need. Watch it. But once again, what we need is to make more people complain that they keep like like making the Super Bowl for millennials, right? True. True, Yeah. No, I mean that. That's what I want. I want more complaining about it. I want more. (laughs) I want to have. I want it to be fun forever. For not for everyone, but for just people I relate to. I mean, that kind of brings me back to what I was saying about, like, the voices in the movie we watched, which is, um, it's, it, it feels so good that media is made for us now. Like, obviously, you know, yeah, my parents complained about, you know, the, like, the Super Bowl halftime show. They're like, yeah, like, it wasn't for us. And I was like, that's the point. You know, yeah. we grow up, all the movies are classics to us, right? That's the whole shtick of it. Then we watch whatever's coming out, and it's still for our parents. We're children, but now we're at a point where media is made by us for us. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's really rewarding to be in that um, that oh, frame of reference right now. Yeah, no, now you get people be like those damn of... Pokemon ruining the Super Bowl. <laughs> I bring it. Bring more Pokemon into the Super Bowl. Honestly, <laughs> ten out of ten would watch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. What were you gonna say? It's a real FUBU situation we got going on where we're having commercials for us by us. Oh, I thought you meant I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I just imagined that there was either a FUBU commercial or there was just a lot of people repping FUBU for this. <laughs> no, that's but the FUBU guys on Shark Tank. Pr- trying to I know that was I, that, I, that was my that was the most out of nowhere comment. I could have I did not read the room one bit. I just said a fact. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's Tom, like when you, you talk to your dad and he's just like. You know, the FUBU guy's on Shark Tank, right? He's one of the sharks. And uh, you're like, yeah, Dad, okay. <laughs> yeah, you take that with you, Dom. You're welcome. That's what that's what Thank we brought you, you here. <laughs> Put that in my little fun fact pocket I have on my chest at all times. <laughs> Which, when that show came out, it was known as the show that had the FUBU guy on it. And then Mark Cuban became the popular one. <laughs> the owner I, of the, the Dallas Maverick, Mavericks. I just, I, it makes me so sad that we keep taking all these different British TV shows, but we don't keep any of the cool names they have. Shark Tank, not nearly as cool as Dragon's Den. Like, Mm-mm. that's, yeah. it just doesn't have the same ring to it. But then again, there's no dragons in America. They're only in uh, the UK. That's true. Or I should say, um, the United Kingdom uh, of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me we can have this many tigers in America, but we don't have any dragons? We should definitely get some dragons. Well, import. Kai, why are there tigers in your shark tank? What? No, there's no tigers in my shark tank. Are you... Hold on. Did I not put a filter up for this episode? Kai, I... I usually put a background on. (laughs) (laughs) Kai, I made a mistake on your bit. I thought you were going somewhere else with it. I thought you thought that the name of shark tank was Tiger's Den, and I went with that. Uh, My apologies. No, but wait a yes and me and fuck fuck me I up. Mean, Thanks. I mean, okay, so they say Dragon's Den, right? That's a mythical yeah. creature. America's got mythical creatures. What about uh, Jersey Wendigo Devil. Workshop? Yeah, Jersey Devil Diner. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm pretty sure the Jersey Devil Diner is a real place. I'm going to um, It almost certainly is. It really reads as like side yeah. of the road tourist trap to me for sure. Yeah. Jersey Devil Diner. It's in Lucille Country. (laughs) Uh, Where's this at? How's the menu? Should we go? Full road trip? Yeah. Honestly, I've been listening to enough podcasts that have just been recorded while in a car. So, yeah, let's be be that one. That's awesome. Oh, it's in uh, uh, Barnegat. 
I love, this is my favorite thing about people from New Jersey. They will just say town names and expect mm-hmm. anyone to have yeah. the entire map of New Jersey memorized. And they get personally offended when they don't. It's the it's the most New Jersey thing to do, honestly. Are you, it has a shore town. Like, come on. Dom, are you from Jersey or no? No, not even okay. a little bit. You just know this about Jersey. I didn't live around Jersey enough to... F- pick that up but that checks out that sounds yeah. about right that every person from jersey would know everywhere else in jersey just yeah. so they can keep tabs on who else to shit on exactly <laughs> and that, that's exactly what it is too right i think no matter where you're from you have like the county or like neighborhood that you know you can shit on people yeah, easily yeah. Yeah. um like where i'm from it's it's perry county uh you can add me uh it's perry county <laughs> um, <laughs> they only have one stoplight you know it's we know what we're making fun of there but everyone in jersey thinks that every other part of jersey is that part for them but it's yeah. all circles back into the same thing uh, also i don't affirm that jersey's a big enough state to have different sections i think that's like saying west rhode island it just i don't believe it it's not real <laughs> The problem, though, is that the culture between the two, uh, the North Jersey and South Jersey, is very different because uh, North Jersey thinks they're uh, New York and South Jersey thinks they're uh, uh, both a weird combination of the South and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Either way, well, we can't find an identity for ourselves. Oh, and well, I... no, go ahead. Good. Thank you. I would say the uh, the two biggest uh, cities in New Jersey are New York and Philadelphia, which people think is a <laughs> New Jersey joke, but it's really not. It's more speaking to New York and Philly, I think, than anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's but it is it's a pretty small state. And in, in fact, I follow the South Jersey subreddit uh, because I want to get all that news about the places that I grew up around. <laughs> also. Uh, 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 friend of the show, Siobhan, her uh, fiance is from like a town that's like 20 minutes from me. And whenever we get together, basically all we do is just name towns that we know. See, we just get together. Passes for like, in New Jersey. Yeah, you we're just like. That and you talk about the various malls near you. I know that's the other thing. <laughs> like, oh, that mall? Oh, that mall, right? No, I like this mall, which is 10 minutes from that mall. Way better mall. Well, yeah, this one has a Papa John's, and all the other right. Papa John's are shut down in this city. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. I just recently talked about how the Echelon Mall went downhill after they called it the Northeast yep. Town Center. <laughs> yep, this is it. Also, that's my other thing is, like, states are just – every state picks, like, one thing to be weirdly obsessed with. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Maryland obsessed with its own flag. They put their flag on yeah. everything, mm-hmm. right? Oh, Pennsylvania obsessed with the Keystone. We love the little rock shape. Great for yeah. us. New Jersey, weirdly obsessed with the border, the outline of your state. It's oh yeah, you put that on everything, which is like it's like a kidney bean. It's really not even a phenomenal have, shape. My I'm parents also, has a my parents have a, a, a magnet on their uh, refrigerator. That's the shape of New Jersey, and it says October 29th, 2012, uh, we're stronger than the storm, and it says Hurricane Sandy at the bottom. <laughs> Jesus. Where did that come from? Did that? Oh, I hope that was a gift. I hope someone found that and was like, the O'Donnells nope. need this. <laughs> My mom bought it because she wanted to support New Jersey. Love it. It's probably made from like some driftwood after it destroyed uh, Seaside Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Seaside Heights, sh- you should know about because that's where the Jersey sh- uh, Shore was filmed. Look, not everybody wants or like knows, wants to know or does know about the Jersey Shore, Jim. That's you that tell could... me. Neither of you have been to the Jersey Shore house. No, nope. It's like forty-five minutes from here. Nope. nope. I never went to D.C. I lived in Philadelphia for a total of three years. 
Wow, wait. I'm, ter- I'm terrible at doing stuff. <sighs> um, what I like to... Go ahead. Well, oh no, I lost my train of thought, so go ahead. <laughs> Sit down. You're up. Uh, what I was, was going to say is uh, one of my favorite moments, just to you know, make sure we're in the, in the right timeline, is mm-hmm. during the... Uh, the uh, Hurricane Sandy like relief concert. It was the twelve 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 concert that they put on. It was in I think it was in New York. Um, Billy Joel was headlining. Obviously, New York City was very happy for that. Yeah, but before that, Kanye West was on, and he started singing "Gold Digger" at a charity concert and was nice. booed off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just he didn't read the room even a little bit. It was great. It was a good time. Right, but and then good. at a funeral though. Oh. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. He played uh, all the lights. I'd love to see a priest come out and sing gold. He sang. He sang "Good Life." Ah, there's the joke. Got it. it. He has a song (laughs) that's called "Good Life," and it goes, "Welcome to the good life." That's what he sang at a funeral. Don't worry, guys. I made the joke. Uh, We can move on to whatever the rest of the sentence Dom was going to say was. (laughs) That sounds like a great improv game. And he sang that at a funeral. It's basically that's what she said, but. And yeah, and they sang it at a funeral. Yeah, oh, I'm still alive. Like, you pull a celebrity name, right, 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 and then you pull another card. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. No, and then someone actually has to act it out, and it's a karaoke thing that you actually have to sing in front of your friends. It's a house party Perfect. game. This is yeah, great. Absolutely, very cards against humanity. I love it. <sighs> the thing is, is I know the clientele that's going to get that, and it's the same people that I was just about to complain on, anyways. Which is just Minnesota people. Stop getting cutting boards in the shape of Minnesota, it's not a convenient shape for that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I have to clean dishes sometimes when I clean people's houses, and I don't like cleaning it. (laughs) Um, But also, yeah, I don't know, Pennsylvania, that's a great one. That's a great cutting board. That's a perfect cutting board. It's even got the little notch so you can rest, you know, your utensil on. Yeah, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. good shape. Good shape. Big fan. But not Michigan. Because then you have two no. cutting boards. Yeah, two cutting boards. Yeah, <laughs> I do kind of like having a, a Rhode Island cutting board, though, for just like grapes. <laughs> <It's> very tiny. <laughs> I like the idea of also a uh, a, a Hawaii cutting board. And yeah, just a yeah. bunch of pieces. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> <laughs> you could also do the same with Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. Good choices. Good choices. I, I think this might be the, a good time. Is it? I was about to give a bunch of facts about Alaska. Oh, okay, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Were you just about to do Dom's uh, eulogy? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I can do it in the form of Alaska facts. Uh, yes, please. Please do. Please do. <laughs> uh, Dom was a good man. He mm-hmm. uh, he could really tell you about how Alaska was both... was uh, uh, It was the most northern state, the most western state, and also the most eastern state. Mm-hmm. And the true. most yeah. southern state is ah. Hawaii. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. This is, here's I'm Still Alive. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them about how they made fun of, uh, what is his name, Seward for buying it. And then they were like, years later, like, actually, you were right. We found a bunch of oil. Good for you. Sorry, we called it your polar bear playground. Christopher McCamus died there. Rip. Good life. He's the he's the guy from Into the Wild. Oh, Aww. yeah. No, that movie makes me sad and also petrified of moving water that goes like really that, when it goes fast. I 
I saw a you know, TikTok yesterday that my partner sent me where it's just a, a, a corgi named Muffin struggling to go upstream. Like, it's just clearly just some someone just, like, recording one of their dogs, you know, living their life and doing great in the stream. And then they just, were like, looked back. They're like, oh, shit. And their other dog had been struggling for oh, a minute. that one. <laughs> uh, it was a, yeah, 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 yeah. Muffin, uh, no. <laughs> Muffin, come on. Come on, Muffin. <laughs> and he just, like... I've never rooted so hard for a dog to, like, figure something out. Oh, I just wanted – I can't imagine. I thought that dog was gone. I thought it was downstream and gone forever. I've seen, like, movies like Homer Bound and Jumanji. Shit ends bad with those kind of situations. True. <laughs> true. Like a but salmon. Yeah. Every corgi must return home eventually. It's true. Oh, is, that, is that a saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything's a saying. It should be. It could now. be now. Yeah. That's 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 like my favorite thing. How Hollywood has fully admitted that they can't keep up with slang anymore, so they just invent new slang and pretend it exists, and then it catches on retroactively. It's phenomenal. Well, I hate when they put slang in. Like one of my least favorite things that's ever happened in a movie is in Black Panther, uh, when uh, the little sister goes, "What are those?" And at the time that that movie came out. That joke was two years old. Like, we were no longer saying that. And for some reason, Marvel was like, this will get the kids. Mm-hmm. Hip. Yeah. Best picture. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's, but Black also. Uh, no, no, no. It's just the, the relevance of what it's supposed to be referencing. I don't, I don't know what it is. Oh, no, Kai. You've I, officially I miss, gotten old. I miss stuff all the time. Yeah, no, I Five don't know. Five years ago. I call it the, the TikToking. Like, the, on the TikToks. Yeah, I'm there. That's where I'm at. Oh, you're like when my mom says Best Buys. That's where you get the Best Buys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what my mom thinks the name of the store is. <laughs> it's better than someone being like, oh, I got to go to Sir's and pick something up, you know? Like, it's not that bad. Do you want me to get something from Target for you? <laughs> oh, Target. <laughs> we we want to agree as a society to never make that joke actually, like, ever again. Are we done with that one? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty done with my dad's friends saying Target. I mean, imagine being an employee there and how many times that happens. Oh, how many people try to get in and they miss? Oh, it's me, Uncle Tony. Well, speaking of TikToks, actually, it's one of my favorite things I've also seen recently is someone just went with a plunger and just flung it up and got it into the target. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> get it. <laughs> now, that's a good joke. Yeah, I like that. That's a bit of visual comedy. comedy. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the point, right? You put a plunger in something, I'm good. I'm in. <laughs> instant comedy just add plunger <laughs> pop you ever see when people put plungers on bald man's head mm-hmm. that's good that's good that's good comedy oh like when people like or like when they suck it off of their face i just i, just, I, I see a lot of tiktoks where it's like they'll be like someone's husband he's bald and they'll like throw the uh the t- plunger at him and it'll stick to his head and Do it goes like straight up. You see a lot of those TikToks, like multiple, like I've in seen, your feed. You're I've on bald guy plunger TikTok. Is that what I'm hearing? I've seen talk. more than one, and I'm gonna say that one of them was a compilation. Okay, wow, I'm impressed. That's what I love about TikTok is we all have a completely different viewing experience from each other. And mine is not set to anything. Since we've recently discovered, at least since I recently discovered that I can set it to whatever I want, I'm. This is where I'm at. I haven't figured out how to do that. And I've only gave it one go and got frustrated and then 
<laughs> Wait, didn't bother to ask, Jim. You have to help me with my TikTok after this. You episode. just have to like do it for like uh, like an hour or two, and just, just like like all stuff. the like all the videos that you actually do like, and it'll work. No dumb. I'm, I'm full anarchy mode. I, yeah. I I watch every video to completion, and I just let it run its course and see. What <laughs> I've ended up on the wrong side a couple of times. Yeah, yeah it's not great. Oh. Not great. Yeah, yeah. Like it's set it up like wherever it needs to be. Eat some popcorn and just let's see what it's gonna. What are the TikToks tonight? <laughs> yeah, I like to just let see what's popular in the algorithm because it can never pin me down. Yeah, I like it. I. Yeah, I, the algorithm will, like, go in waves for me, where, like, once in a while, like, the one consistent is dogs getting people hurt, uh, or people getting hurt, and uh, Jewish people. That's always a consistency for me. And then it'll be like, oh, you like music? And then I'll be like, nah, you don't like music. You like movies. And I'll be like, I like both those things. It's like, no, no, you can only like the one. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, my phone does know I'm obsessed with movies, but it still thinks I want to talk, like, it's like, Hey, are you are you still talking about Pitch Perfect? I'm like, no, that was like a year ago. We did that episode a year ago. Phone, stop trying to make me learn facts about that movie. I know it won't I ended give up. up on. I ended up on um, lesbian book club TikTok, and that was pretty <laughs> fun for a while. Just to to see what. You know. Anything? Any good finds? Uh, not no, not really. I don't really read that much, so it's not meaningful for me. But <laughs> I had a good time hearing what was meaningful for them. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying my best to like think of one, and every time I think of one, I'm like that feels like that's offensive to lesbians. Don't say that joke. And even like some of them are, it's like I don't even think that's a stereotype of lesbians. Like, hold on, real quick. And we're back. Wow, Jim, that was really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you good really thing we cut that. that. I'm that really was... glad we cut all of that. It was atrocious. Oh How could you? Definitely cut it so that it's like, like it, it cuts off when I'm just like, I keep trying to think of jokes about lesbians. <laughs> Perfect. Good editing humor. We love it. I do my best. Uh, I would say about 90% of the time I don't do it. I just don't do what we said we'd do. I just don't feel like it. <laughs> It's usually the day before the episode needs to be out, so I'm just like, nah, that's too much work. They get it. The listeners get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll edit it in their minds. That's, yeah. that's elite. Have no. you ever, I, there's something about podcasts with editing jokes where they never land for me. Like, mm. whenever like someone's like, oh, uh, edit this in, and they do it before they say edit this in, I never, like... I, I'm always just like, whoa, why do they do that? And then it'll be like, edit this in. I'll be like, fuck you. Don't edit that in. It's funnier when you say, when you just say, edit it in and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Take that. I enjoy our editing, and I'm going to put Jim on the spot again. Still to this day, the best one ever, and I'm so sorry. It happened recently, is we looked for a substitute for, uh, I'm once again, everyone, I'm queer. I'm allowed to say faggot on the podcast. It's an explicit podcast. You heard it here live. <laughs> faggot. Jim, what was the suggestion that your brain accidentally went to first? Baguette. Sorry, what was that? Can you say baguette. that more clearly? Yeah, don't get in trouble. Yeah, baguette. <laughs> <laughs> Trained improviser. You've been paid to do improv. I've been mm-hmm. paid more than $100 to do improv. <laughs> Not at once, but like in general. <laughs> you get sent... Yeah, honestly, when you're doing that outdoor barbecue for that those group of strangers, you're getting sent home with that kind of humor. All right. I got mm-hmm. paid in pictures uh, for that one, by the way. <laughs> Pictures. A man took pictures of me. This is uh, this is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and good night. All right. 
<laughs> I did an improv show in a man's backyard, and then he took pictures of me, and then he gave me two. Uh, mighty fine hole you're digging there, Jimbo. <laughs> mighty fine hole. Keep on digging. <laughs> they were professional. <laughs> Doesn't know. Almost hitting bedrock. Keep going. Yeah. I, I one of them. I was on a ladder. <laughs> that I'm one getting away from thought, the bit of me no. making it sound bad. It, no, one of it them was, was on a ladder. It was. It was actually. I saw that one. That was cute. I I did see some of these photographs, and then I never saw any of me. I'm still sad. I don't know where mine are, but my edits are out there somewhere. So if you're listening to our podcast, where's that really cute photographs you took of me? I want them. When are we going to get the calendar? That's what I want to know. Oh, I don't know. To be honest, we took a, we took a better picture at that show because there was an orange couch in the middle of the backyard for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. And then we took that picture and we pretended like we were a snick. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, God, I want an orange couch for that exact reason now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of childhood stuff, like Snickelodeon. I'm sorry, Tom, were you going to say that? <laughs> Well, I was just curious if you ended up both of you in a calendar, which month would you would you want to be? Oh, October. It's my birthday. And I love that month. It's a great month. It's a pretty good month. Pretty good. It's it's warm at first and then cool at the end. It's how I feel about myself. <laughs> Hot yeah. till you're not. I like it. <laughs> Hot until I'm cold. <laughs> I it's it sucks that our brains instinctively do that. We're gonna want to check the the we want to pick the month that we were born in. But also, I'm a summer baby, and July's great. Mm. July's like you know the stress of June is over. All that shit you had to do it, only if you have a j- job. This is like for school brain. Uh, like it's summer, woo! Uh, but I remember July being perfect. Um, I mean, my second choice was May, which I know is not summer, but like that is my second choice. And I don't know if that's because I like the month of May or if that's because my older sister, that's her birthday. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? What's yours, Dom? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm uh, in January for the birthday, but mm-hmm. January doesn't interest me as a month. Honestly, no. it's, no. it's that it, month it's blows. Not, it's not a real month. Um, it's like a, a trial month, right? Hot take. Yeah. It's the um, first one they had. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> They're like, eh, we'll call it January. It can't be that bad. Anyways, next one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, uh, I, I think, I feel like September. Pretty similar logic to October. I, I just think that September's yeah. got a good vibe to it. It does. Uh, real, like, late year change. It's where you really get your life together, I feel, most years. So. Yep. I'm going back to college in the fall. So, yes, that is representative of getting my shit together time. So, yes, mm-hmm. very much so. Very on point. And it's also, like, you start off in shorts and end off in a jean jacket. Like, it's a, it's a good month. Perfect. I can only think of months in terms of weather. By the way, I I can't I can't even fathom different uh, ways to think of a month. Come spend. God, what happens if you ever leave North America? That's what is your life going to be? Go. Well, oh, just, oh, no, come here. Even just go from Philadelphia to just the shift to here. Even in Minnesota, like like Jim, your understanding of how months are related to to weather is very different. You just get three extra months of winter. It's very confusing. <laughs> oh no, I hate it. I've. I have poor circulation and or not circulation. Well, I guess it might be part of it, but I have poor uh, uh, temperature control. Mm. When it gets cold, I get freezing and uh, my lips turn blue. And when it gets too hot, I throw up like I, I don't have a lot going on for me when it comes to weather. So you're a lizard. Is that what I mean? <laughs> cold blooded lizard. Uh, I'm actually, actually, I was going to say Jim and then like say something to you, but I accidentally said lizard. Like, <laughs> That's uh, your nickname, Jim. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're Liz, gonna be Liz for short. Yeah. Uh, what damn up, Liz? 
Damn uh, it. Lizzie MacGyver. I'm going to come up with a bunch of ones. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm not Lizzie uh, McGuire. Okay. No, you're Lizzie McGuire. McGuire. Now, nope. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll workshop it. Workshop yeah. it. Pop Tart. Please make it happen. <laughs> Pop Tart and Lizard. Let's I just, see it. Funny Crop Duo of the Century. <laughs> am I wrong in saying that Pop Tart feels like a gender neutral name? Like, if you were like, oh, I met a, like, if someone was like, oh, yeah, my non binary friend Pop Tart, you'd be like, that checks out. That sounds like a fucking, that's yeah. a, a non binary yeah. name of, in 2022 if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Also, also, the Wildberry Pop Tarts give me really hardcore non binary energy. That'll be, oh wow! That'll be my new nickname, middle name. Can you do that for? A, can you have a middle name for your nickname? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Of course. I'm Pop Wildberry Pop or Pop Wildberry Tart. <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> Wild <Foosball> Ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Am I wrong in this uh, lizard? In that it's time. Yeah, it's time. All right, hit it. Um, it is that time. Uh, I want to make sure if there is any feelings about the movie that we asked you to watch, um, please speak now uh, or just talk to us about it later and then people yeah. won't hear it. Or as it's known colloquially. Coll- coll- you got it. Final notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Toy Story 4, uh, much like Toy Stories 1 through 3, is an existential horror. Uh, it's an exercise in determining what free will is, um, a beautiful lesson in humanism. Um, and I look forward to the inevitable Toy Story 5. Yep. Um, whether Woody will be in it will be the true mystery. That's, that's yep. my final thoughts. I think he could, but especially if it's like a... It's the voice of Woody, you know, like it's what Buzz Lightyear, it's his, like yes. his go-to, you know, Yoda situation, you know? Oh, oh like, Obi-Wan ghost thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they and just then bring you, it around and a new Woody comes to town and he thinks he's a cowboy and not a toy. Ooh. Ooh that's good. That's Thanks. Good. Yeah. Well, they'd have to bring back fucking um, Wayne Knight, um, <laughs> so, right? Just because it would be like another one that he had that he that he lost or something you know he'd have to have a cameo or something i don't know that's what i would want yeah also bo peep people always talking about you know all these uh awesome you know feminist uh like female protags mm-hmm. or bo peep she was honestly one of the coolest characters i've seen in yeah. a long time one of my did it right for the most part i really do yeah 100%. yeah one of my favorite parts is they don't show her like they, they don't even have her be like well i struggled at first but now i'm good she was just like nope Best thing that's ever happened to me. I was I took I hit the ground running. I'm so happy I'm an independent toy. Yep. Yeah. Super oh. awesome. More of that. Yeah, also, the an active part of the. I think uh, actually this is something that I really liked about this movie is a lot of the characters take an active part in the movie, whereas like a, in some of the other movies they really take a backseat. Including Bonnie takes an active part. Yeah. In, yeah. In the story, Andy yeah. has never taken an active part in his in no. these movies. Always a passive yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. He's always just like in the background. While Bonnie, she, oh, the joke where they're trying to get the dad arrested is probably the funniest joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Take another right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I now. Like, I hate to say it. Uh, I I don't want to be dad, but I am that parent. 
Unfortunately, like I'm a Linda. We've talked about Bob's Burger situations. Mm-hmm. I'm a Linda. So uh, Linda would take three rights and be like, we got to go to where we're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally the right way. <laughs> like, yeah, I believe. No problem. Take as many I, as you need. Obscure fact uh, that I noticed about the movie was that the dad wears Birkenstocks. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was a I thought that was a really funny detail because like at first he shows up and he's wearing chucks and I was like that dad should not be wearing chucks and then they show him in Birkenstocks I was like that's what that dad wears he's a Birkenstock man fully he's a lesbian and then you cut it out (laughs) (laughs) Jim you need to stop saying offensive things on the podcast Uh, I know can't believe my ears (laughs) classic lizard classic lizard. Um, I don't know why this bothered me, but when she dropped her toys in, um, in like the room or whatever, she just goes, okay, bye toys. Like it bothers me. She goes, hi toys. Bye toys. I don't know why it bothers me, but I'm, but I guess, no, I guess that's what kids do. Right. They talk to their toys. Yeah. 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 Even like, even before I thought they were alive, I definitely was like, hello toys. I'm going to play with you. Like that's what you do as a kid. Mm. Now I talk to my appliances. I'm like, fridge, quiet, I'm working, <laughs> right? All the time. Yeah. Stove, don't you burn anything down while I'm gone. I'm counting <laughs> on you, buddy. Has this happened before? Do you have a complex relationship with your stove? <laughs> Toaster, no. I love you. That's it. Uh, blender, one of these days I'm actually going to use you. I know I bought you with the best of intentions, but Blender, hang in there, buddy. Literally just bought some fruits so I could use my blender again. I haven't used them in like four years. Oh, wow. It's a big it's a big week. Are you going to do it or is it just going to sit like are you going to let the fruit die and then not do it? Uh, they were out of the yogurt that I like to put in my smoothies. So I have to go. Uh, I have to go find that yogurt. Oh. So my final note. <laughs> is. Uh... <laughs> you have one. Yeah. Yeah. I got a final note. Okay. Uh, this comes from Rachel. Um, at the very beginning of the movie, we were pra- praising how great it looked like it looks phenomenal it looks like almost like photorealistic while still staying a cartoon yeah they put a lot of money into the show they do a great job they also really nail the lighting in it it's it's very realistic and rachel looked at it and went oh did they change programs and i was like oh yeah they probably did change programs she goes uh what program do you think they used to make this photoshop (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and then i laughed at her and she was like what <laughs> you think it was Photoshop? It's a program. <laughs> it could have been PowerPoint. It's live. <laughs> Teams? You think it was Teams? teams. <laughs> Microsoft Teams. That's that's the answer. I only have a few more. Uh, which was just why is it that a moving lunchbox isn't stupid or weird? Why would that not terrify oh. someone? I did give them credit for the fucking frisbee though. I was like, that makes sense. If I saw a rolling frisbee, I'd be like, that's weird. But also, wind exists, so mm-hmm. sure. What note about that was that uh, that all the children were on the other side, so they all just saw a doll pick up a frisbee and run with it. Whereas the only <laughs> people who could not see the frisbee rolling was the uh, was the audience. Great, they did an excellent job. <laughs> all right well that kind of bothered me whatever um i don't really think i had many other points i was a little confused why so many of them are gymnasts i feel like that's like a thing they do in this unexplicably that like these toys are just going to be amazing they're like they're olympic ready in every single fucking movie yeah i will say 
this one in general, I was the least convinced the plot was going to come together. At a certain point, you know, you see the other ones, you're like, okay, I see how they're going to get back. Like, that makes sense. This one, I was like, we've got five toys outside of the RV. What other reason could they have to stall this RV in the next 10 minutes? Like, right. Yeah. It, it, it kept, <laughs> this one does like just keep going. It doesn't like, it doesn't, it doesn't have the tightness of the plot of like the first one. The first one, you know exactly right. w- where it's going at any given point in the story. There is no mistaking how it, this is going to happen, which isn't a bad thing. But the bit where every character jumps out of the window at some point is Chef's Kiss. Incredibly funny. Oh, yeah. The, the line, what is with everyone jumping out the window? Amazing line. Peak writing. <laughs> that doll had, basically every line that doll had was, uh, was amazing. True voice of reason character to that entire movie. I think I wrote down every line she has. Yeah. I, can't you see I'm threatening everyone? That was a great line that she had. <laughs> uh, I appreciated the fact that porcelain can do parkour. Um, <laughs> I thought that was really great. Because, like, what the fuck? Like, she has an arm that just, like, jokingly comes off because it clearly broke at some point. But that being said, no problem. Just jumping 20 feet, landing with, like... I don't know, like, su- like, oh, this is great. Daredevil legs, like, oh, yeah. no problem. Just being like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just jump all the way down there. No problem. Yeah. There's also a couple of things where I started really questioning what is and isn't sentient in this world because in Toy Story three, the trucks, like car trucks, are yes. sentient because they patrol the hallways. But in this one, they fully just get into a truck and start driving it, like it's not sentient at all. And I'm like, okay. Is that truck not alive or are they just, you know, commandeering it? It's a lot. Also, why can't the dummy speak? Like, one oh, character has he a needs, Vogan. He needs someone else to. Uh, yeah. Both Kai and I were like, dumb. They're not there. Yeah. They're the oh, voice. No, That's the no, joke. I get that. But, like, uh, but, you know, she has a broken voice box and yeah. speaks fluently and yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I just I felt bad for the dummies, I guess, is what I was saying. Well, oh, do you want to know their story? Like, do you feel yeah, like they... What? I want a show where it's like the Jersey Shore, but it's those four dummies. <laughs> like... And they're, all the, they're all the same model. What's the tragic backstory of these four dummies all no. coming in at the same time? Yeah. Wait, wait, that was one of my favorite jokes, is that there's four uh ventriloquist dummies because that is exactly what you would find in a uh in an antique shop like oh a ventriloquist dummy and then you'd like turn a corner and be like another ventriloquist dummy <laughs> oh another ventriloquist dummy oh. i think i think that's my final note i don't think unless dom did you have another one no i mean i could rattle on a hundred thoughts but i, I think I'm, I'm good i think you, i think we summarize it honestly like i know we're supposed to wait for like the rotten recaps and all this stuff like that for giving our favorites but i'm just surprised that this i i, I know i had seen it once before but i'm really surprised it like the way history worked out that it's not the worst one you know like yeah it, it's 100%. isn't that supposed to be the case so the last one's supposed to suck the most yeah uh, but this is not the case yeah, this is one of my favorite ones yeah what uh what what would you be your your rankings if you well had to... our patreon oh, right. supporters you gotta, have you gotta yep. pay for that <laughs> yeah patreon support. we'll tell you afterwards but the patreon supporters right. well, there will be a recap episode um at some point and i'll explain that in a minute but in the meantime 
Um, oh yeah, then, I got I got some secrets coming up. But in the meantime, uh, I do want to thank you for coming on and talking to us about Toy Story, uh, and also not talking about Toy Story. It's anybody who still listens to this podcast knows that that's the fucking deal. Um, <laughs> we're not. Oh, you know. Oh yeah, no. Jimmy and Kai always talk about the movie the whole time, the whole time. Uh, I don't know why Mark Wahlberg listens to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was your Mark Wahlberg impression. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> In between races, you know, he just yeah. gets on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but is there anything out in this world that you would like to give attention to uh, and promote? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you're ever on uh, Twitch TV, uh, it's not all video games. We do a little improv on there. Look out uh, Show and Tell Live on Fridays, uh, 9 to 11 Eastern. We do a bunch of short form and also very podcasty style uh, rigmarole as such. So, uh, yeah, come yeah. say hi. I was on one time. It was a lot of fun. And I imagine it is a lot of fun to watch from the outside. Yeah. That's, that's what you know. my girlfriend liked watching it. She she said it was fun. High highs, low lows. That's comedy, though. We try our best. I I One of my favorite things that happened on that was the very last scene I had to do on there. I was so clearly just, like, drained of like creative creativity because i all i had to do was do a lot of like object work and all i did was eat a sandwich for like a five a whole five minute scene and i was just like oh oh yeah i guess i did just do that the whole time (laughs) (laughs) two hours straight it'll it'll get you but uh yeah show until live on twitch come say hi well, I make it real easy for all of the listeners. All you have to do is go to the description for where you got to this podcast. Uh, it'll be in there. You can click on it, and then you'll be there. That's just how you do it. Uh, yeah. Us artists are trying to do stuff and have people just literally, even if you never want to like watch it, just follow it until you get that weird notification like a year from now. You're like, oh, now I'll watch it. Just do it. That's all we want. We just want you to like the thing. Just like it. Yeah. Go there. <laughs> do it. <laughs> be a part of it. Yeah. Hey. You're part of it. Oh, jeez. Well, you can't. Viewers you can't... like you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw a little piebald in there. Um, so we are actually continuing. We're not stopping at Toy Story 4. We're going to continue this journey. We're going to actually come back next week. Uh, we're going to be reviewing some of the Toy Story little shorts. Uh, we're going to actually be having returning guest uh, Frank Farrell. It's going to be coming on. Uh, with oh, his... yeah. Also a fellow uh, improviser, uh, Courtney Farrell. Um, so, and maybe their child. I don't know if they're going to be. Who's watching their child? Oh, so if, they could be uh, on our I podcast. Their, I shouldn't say their child's name, but. Uh, oh, uh, can I get a celebrity, please, from you, Dom? Um, <clears throat> uh, Hank Hill. Great, Jim. <laughs> tell your tell your story with the name. Go ahead. I, I mean, it was just like, oh, gee, I hope Hank Hill comes on. Flawless. It's, that sounded, was a, like, I, it sounded like you didn't say Hank Hill. <laughs> it's just I really came close to saying uh, <laughs> to, I really came close to saying their child's name, and I was just like, "Ooh, that's a bad idea." No, it's totally fine. Uh, they're going to be famous. It's obvious. That's what they're. I think that's the rule. Or does it always skip a generation? Because my parents, they weren't going to be improv comedians. <laughs> no offense, Bob and Cheryl. Um, I don't yeah. know because there's there's a comedian from Philadelphia whose parents were both improvisers. We'll see. Only time will tell. Let's not put so much pressure on this like one and a half year old. Um, make sure you live up to the legends in the Philadelphia area of improv. It was foretold <laughs> the child of your kill. <laughs> both of your parents were on Bat Stevens. <laughs> 
All right, everybody. You don't know what that means. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll understand it next week when you come back. And we'll le- hear a little bit about Bat Stevens. Uh, until then, thank you so much. I love you more than Jim does. Uh, I was referring to the audience, but I know we just met today, Dom, but I love you more than I love Jim, and I'm pretty sure more than he loves you as well. Pop-Tart, Lizard, anytime. (laughs) And thank you, Dom. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.